and welcome to another Recap News, your only reliable source for recap information from arc to arc. We're here today, having pulled our three heroes into our Pocket Dimension newsroom, so we can talk to them about the recent events of Arc 3. First of all, welcome back. Hmm. What? What's happening? Oh, we're so glad to have you. Please have a sparkling water. Don't mind the swirling mists of the void. Please. This water's unnatural. <laughs> You're right. It is. Everything here is an artifice of the imagination. <laughs> welcome to the newsroom pocket dimension. And, hey, wasn't the big one red? When did you turn green? Oh, well, you get limes, you make limeade. Let's get started. When we began this arc, you were escorting the refugees from the Temple of Eol south to the city of Danmar. You made your way across a landscape of ruins, some old, some much more recent. And you got a real taste of the constant destruction and upheaval which marks the land of Avalis. Can you tell me what happened when you finally got back to Danmar? Uh, we waited in, like, the longest line, and then we met this very important lady, and she had a job for us, because we're very important people. Yeah. We also found out that people had been just, like, disappearing and stuff. We were told that we were going to meet the king, but he was out of the city. Wow, a meeting with the king. Now that's something to look forward to. So then you got settled into your rooms at a local inn. You found something odd there, didn't you? Yeah, there was, um... There were some flyers that were, like, written in Estrin. And the only people who speak Estrin are Estrins. <laughs> that's wow. so That's so true. That's so what true. What an friend. insight. I know it's true, Corbin. <laughs> we followed the clues on the flyer to this inn by the docks. And then I went in and I successfully coerced mm. a lot of information mm. out of some, some people. And nothing mm. bad happened to me at all. Corbin um, got gassed and passed out and was put in prison that's not i don't remember that and he happening. threw up in there he told me about it yeah, i don't remember <laughs> any of this um and he he met uh, a guy called zayroth yes sweet zayroth <laughs> he was your jailer corbin he kept you in jail <laughs> he modeled his boob window after mine he was dumb <laughs> we were close friends <laughs> talk about a damsel in distress but what happened yes. next? Well, in addition to meeting Zayroth, I also met a bunch of Estrins who I'd met before because they were Estrins. And they were all <laughs> being held and imprisoned in these dungeons that I had broken into and not been captured and also put into. You know, it, as if Corbin wasn't useless enough on his own, uh, he got put into the same kind of manacles that Laika had put on her and, and tore of his jaw. Manacles that make it so you can't use magic. That didn't stop me. Yeah, he uh, used his uh, brains. Yeah, out. I did. Like I said before, me and Zayroth were great friends. We hit it off right away. We bonded over boob windows, and he immediately became loyal to me, and I manipulated him into releasing me from my bonds. Um, and he took me to the docks where I saw a bunch of dwarven ships supplying the Grey Manacles with their anti-magic Manacles. Yeah, Zeroth was a really good friend, at least until he met up with that manacle supplier, whose name was Mila, or like Milava, I don't know, it's not clear at first. Zeroth's childhood friend, who he betrayed Corbin for. When Mary, Laika, and I showed up to rescue him, Zeroth super attacked us with his sword, like any good friend would do. 
Yes. <laughs> right. That's when your friends came to rescue you, Corbin. Yes. No. 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 <laughs> I escaped on my own. They were. They were somewhere else. We were there, and we were uh, fighting for Corbin's life. It was a big smoke cloud. I don't. I don't remember seeing you. That wasn't a smoke cloud, like a cast of darkness. But um. <laughs> Anyway, we defeated Zeroth, at least until his necklace broke and a fireball went off. And then Mila showed back up and grabbed him and teleported away. Wow, what a showdown. Now, Corbin, I understand you had some strange dreams. Why don't you tell me a little bit about that? I always have strange dreams, but I did have one where there was this giant golden man, and he was just... He was doing some uncool, weird stuff. I got some bad vibes. I think there was a dog there. A wolf, maybe? Mary was there. And it seemed like this, this big, this big old man was going after Mary, and I wasn't gonna let that happen. So I also turned into a, a giant man. And then I, and then I destroyed him with my giant man self, and then I woke up. (laughs) And then, Fran, you started reading the goddess's journal. Did you learn anything interesting from that? I mean, kind of. So we found it in Torva's jaw, right? And I'm the only one that can open it. Like, it takes my specific kind of magic. And when I did open it, there was a message from Kai specifically to me. She said my name. She told me I was going to do great, so that's good. But she probably also didn't know that Esther was going to fall. Or maybe she did. I don't know. Uh, And then in the other one, she kind of just talked about how uh, she could hear the voices of the children she killed to reincarnate. So that was fun. (laughs) Wow, learning some real truths about your own goddess. Must be difficult. A great burden to bear. I bet you got some well-earned rest after that, right? We went shopping. <laughs> we met the most handsome man I've ever laid eyes on, and his name was Diamond. His name was Diamond. Diamond. Diamond, Diamond, Diamond. And he invited he us a bard. to a party. Huh? What? Huh? He was a bard. He was in love with me. Oh, he was... <laughs> wow, that man sounds so dashing. You still had some hero work to do before you could dance the night away. Why don't you tell me about that? Well, what we barely managed to realize before walking in a haze into the party (laughs) was that we still had the only group of our people that we'd seen since getting on the world below in jail with the gray manacle and Zeroth, the worst person alive. And so we hatched a scheme to break in. And how'd that scheme go? Super good. Really well. And uh, just as things were going uh, their best and we definitely weren't all uh, on the verge of death, uh, Mary used some of her godly powers to blast open all the doors of the cages. And then we escaped from a flood. But we got everybody out safe. And then Mary passed the fuck out. Yeah, except for Mary, I guess. <laughs> yeah, she wasn't that, she wasn't, she wasn't doing great. She got too crazy. Well, and everyone knows a reward for successful prison break is a party. Please tell me everything. Was it as amazing as Diamond led you to believe? Uh, uh yeah, it was fun at first until fu- we found out that fucking dashing doofus. Dashing was dickhead. Dashing dumb dumb. Dashing dumb face. Dashing Dawson. He was hosting the whole party. Oh my. 
But the party held by a god? That must have had some sweet gift bags. Don't ask. Don't say that. It was shit. Garbage. <laughs> It's the worst party I've ever been he, to. He just wanted money. And he was using diamond to get it, like a dancing monkey. And if it's a, as if it wasn't bad enough that Dawson was doing all this dastardly <laughs> this stuff, the Grey Manacle showed up there, because uh, apparently we hadn't flooded them all out of their lair. And we only escaped without fighting them because Dawson teleported us out. Yeah, but he abandoned diamond. The most beautiful person on this planet. I would rather die than let Diamond die. I would rather mind than let Diamond die. <laughs> oh my. What a disappointing end to a magical evening. But, well, wait. After this, it's your third day in the city. That's the day the king was coming back. From what I heard through the interdimensional grapevine, his royal procession back into the city was quite eventful. Yeah, you could say that. <laughs> Basically, this was the coolest day of my life. <laughs> so what happened was the king got kidnapped, but there were two different carts, and one of them was a decoy, and one of them was not a decoy. My intelligence led me to the correct cart, and I used my amazing animalistic prowess to catch up to the cart from an immense distance. I turned into a beautiful stallion, <laughs> And I rescued the king using my incredibly strong horse muscles. That's basically exactly what happened. <laughs> I'd love to say that it wasn't, but it was. So we got the king back, but unfortunately that wasn't the only problem we had to deal with. When we got back, we realized that the Grey Manacle had taken over his palace and shut down the city's water supply. Well, at least you got the king back, and with such style. What happened next? Well, we had to turn the water supply back on, so we hatched a plan with the king, who is very handsome, and uh, we went through a secret entrance, we fought some spiders, we went across a river, and we fought a living statue that looked like the king, but wasn't him, I guess. <laughs> it was weird. Once you got into the palace, I bet it was crawling with thugs and gray manacle guards. How would the infiltration go? It went pretty smooth. I mean, we fought some people, uh, we decapitated some people, and we got up to the king's apartment, and then we found Zayroth locked inside of one of the rooms. Yay. How'd he get locked in there? That was my fault. I just am so charming that uh, he got in trouble for letting me out of prison. And not only did he get in trouble for that, but he felt that the Grey Manacle had gone too far with cutting off the water supply and holding the city hostage. So he offered to join us and help fight against them. Wow. And with his help, it was a cakewalk to get the water back on, right? Wrong. <laughs> uh, yeah, we had to fight a lot of guards. We tried to do a lot of stealth. Didn't work out super well for us. Zeroth and I did fully get arrested together. But it was part of the plan, kind of. <laughs> I was a bird for, for like a lot of this just because it's easy. Uh, I turned the king into a spider. No. What? A real no. spider? Yes. <laughs> no, he cast spider climb on him. Because the switch of this uh, mechanism for the water was on top of a huge ceiling. So the king had to walk out across there to turn it on. And then the real battle began. Right. Once you got the water turned back on, it was time to fight the gray manacle. We kicked their ass. 
Yeah, we killed them. <laughs> we killed a bunch of people. But then also, like, some people joined us. Well, from what I understand, you really only killed their leaders, right, Sumi and Grav? But then, just when you thought the fighting was done, someone's old friend showed up. Yeah, Zeroth. Thanks again, Zeroth. <laughs> uh, his old friend, Milava, showed up, and she turned out to be one of Torva's children. I think we actually visited her bedroom back in another day. She kept talking about how she wanted to earn her name and how we were the bad guys and the goddess was tricking us. Blah, blah, blah. And when you were fighting Milava, did Zeroth fight with you? He did. It turns out good old Zeroth is a magic boy. A magic boy. A magic boy. Magic and he's boy. got wild magic. That's wild. Yeah. Ugh. We defeated her, but as she tried to flee... Uh, our old hot friend Phelan appeared. <laughs> Good old hot Phelan. Oh, he's so hot. They call him Johnny Hot Phelan. Yeah, they do call him that. And, uh, he stabbed her, I think. It seemed bad. <laughs> he took her away. Wow. That Phelan sure is a mysterious hunk. Well, all's well that ends well. Except, I guess you had to say some goodbyes, right? Yeah, about that. I don't know who this green person is. <laughs> but, uh, Laika, the, the red one, she had to go. The Estrans, who we saved from the Grey Manacle, decided to leave and find a new home. And they needed a leader. They needed a guardian. They also took Zeroth because they needed an idiot, too. <laughs> but that's not all. Fran and Corbin, you continued on to Madria with Mary in tow. You had a thrilling adventure at sea, and meanwhile, someone else started their journey. Uh, hi, um, I'm Slake. Uh, I'm just a very, uh, normal, chill teen, and, uh, I was having, like, a, a pretty normal day, you know, I killed a giant monster, I was making some art, hanging out in the cave, and, uh, well... There was this great big glittering beetle, Yoan, actually. He's kind of a big deal. So I followed him, and uh, he took me to meet this beautiful woman, uh, Vioni, and she told me Vioni? That, uh, green I know, person? <laughs> I, know Vio I know Vioni. We're friends. She's green like my person, mom. I, I just tuned into your story when you said Vioni. <laughs> um, <laughs> it's, uh, it's like, actually, it's not a uh, green person. That's that's very rude. Anyway, hey. um, <laughs> well, where was I at? Vioni. Uh, yeah, Vioni. Uh, she was really cool. <laughs> and she, yeah, she, she told me that I have this heroic destiny and that there's these guardians, I guess, and I've got to go temper their fury. So uh, I set out bravely to go do that. These guardians sound like idiots. I need you to help them out, huh? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what you're implying. Fran, it's us. What? <laughs> Don't worry, you'll forget all of this once you leave the newsroom pocket dimension. So, Slake, did anything interesting happen on your journey down to Madria? Well, uh, let's see. I, uh, saved an old man from some bandits, and I saw some sort of a mothman, and, uh, then I headed into the city. And what happened when you got there? Actually, as soon as I got there, there was, like, this massive battle happening on the water, and that's kind of where I'm at. <laughs> oh, my. A pirate attack. That Fran and Corbin are right in the middle of. Oh my, that's going to turn out interesting in the next arc. Well, 
I guess you all better get back to it. Good luck. I sure hope you all survive and come back to join me on the next Recap News. Yeah. What? <laughs> <laughs> Hello, hello, hello. Um, I think I put the wrong date for this on the schedule or I got confused or something, but I'm assuming nobody was waiting with too baited of breath. Just so you know, the plan is that next week the Q&A will be out. So look forward to that. We had a great time on live stream. I want to let you guys know about a couple of our sponsors today. First of all, I want to talk to you about The Slumbering Shadow. The Slumbering Shadow is the first ever full-length campaign set in Eltergard. It's a massive adventure wherein an ancient Yuan-Ti god has returned from the abyss. The Yuan-Ti Anathema Hesitali calls out to his faithful from his prison in the abyss. His network of vipers has uncovered the ruins of ancient Satathalas and the Fane of Hesitali, a fountain of pure venom that will return the demigod to life. Above the buried ruins of Satathalas, Yuanti agents have moved to control the politics of Scornubel. Your players will fall into a complex Yuan-Ti plot that spans the breadth of the realm, pits the heroes against the forces of the abyss, and explores the culture of the Yuan-Ti. This adventure will keep your players glued to their seats with unforgettable battles, vivid NPCs, and deadly consequences. You can find The Slumbering Shadow only on the DMs Guild, so make sure to check it out. Our second sponsor today is Cobalt Press. Cobalt Press is coming at you with The City of Brass, which is a new 5th edition booklet from the Warlock Patreon. The Warlock Patreon is packed with adventures, goodies, and Midgard campaign setting material. In particular, they've just released The City of Brass, which is a booklet featuring 5th edition gin by Al-Kadim setting designer Jeff Grubb, locations and adventure hooks by Richard Pett and Richard Green, cover art by Justine Jones, and more. So head on over to patreon.com slash cobaltpress today to find out more about all the fun Midgard setting goodies you can get, including The City of Brass. Okie dokie, and I guess that's going to be all for me today, uh, but I look forward to seeing you in the Notosphere, or like, whatever. <laughs>